Uh, welcome to the Inexplicable Thoughts Podcast. This is your host, Franklin. Today I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jeremiah. What's the word? Matt. What's good? And Colin. Uh, we got Colin filling in for Max. Interested to see him uh, handle his first pod. He said he was a little nervous before the pre-production, so we know, you know we, we had to do what he had to do to get loose. Um, time to get activated. <laughs> this man said he's also on demon time tonight. <laughs> he said crown will be consumed. One of the things that I wanted to actually catch up on this week is a situation that I have been thinking about almost non-stop since it's happened because it can happen to any black man in America, especially in, in, in a city like he was in. Um, but the Ryan Coogler situation I thought the other week was extremely alarming and, and, and for me to see a black woman play a role in that was kind of disappointing. Um, and for those who don't know what I'm referring to, I'm talking about um, Ryan Coogler being accused of robbing a bank by a black bank teller. And so the, the situation essentially transpired where he came in and Explain who that is for them. Ryan Coogler is the director of Black Panther and several other hit movies over the last five to ten years. Um, very, very prominent black director who's you know sort of been on the come up for a while, but he wanted to withdraw ten thousand dollars cash, and so he had a mask on and he hid the or slid the bank teller a note that said, you know, I'm trying to withdraw ten thousand dollars. Please, please be discreet and count the money in another room. And there was almost the sort of weird assumption that because he had his, you know, mask and N95 or whatever the fuck it's called, um, that he was trying to rob the bank. And so she actually asked for his ID and told him to put in his debit card, um, but never confirmed his identity. And so she called the cops and the cops showed up and all he could hear at one point was them cocking their guns behind him. And so he like obviously threw up his hands. They went outside, talked about it. Cops let him go, obviously, and he was like, you don't understand, like, I just watched a dude the other day come out of a CVS and get a shit split. Like, you can't just be walking around with cash like that, so I wanted her to be discreet. And so for me, I was curious what your per- your perspectives are on the situation um, and, and how you think it should have been handled or how you would have reacted in that situation. Clearly, the bank teller was at fault. She was given his identification, didn't verify it. Like, what else can he do? Um, it's not that uncommon, for real, for someone to try to be discreet in the bank, try to get $10,000 out. And he's not wrong. Like, someone can hear that shit, and that's an easy lick. So, for him, though, um, just I, I, if you listen to her uh, 911 call, she's just being, like, ditzy on the call. It's crazy. She, she really did not take the severity at heart. She's just like, yeah, he was acting weird. So, my, I told my manager, and they told me to call 911. So, I mean, for her... She got to definitely reflect on that. That's an internal thing. She could cause a death. And that's when every time someone calls the police, it's kind of sad. Yeah. We got to think about that. They could be causing a homicide. Yeah. My thing is, though, is like, so a bunch of people are like, why wouldn't he call ahead, you know, to get the money? And what? I was like, Who, what? Why would I? You what? know, who said that? There's people on Twitter that were like, you know, that's a lot of money you got to get out. Like, you're going to get flagged either way because. If you don't know, you it, you can on, you will only get flagged for anything over eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So if you take seven nine nine nine, you will not get flagged. Anything over eight or eight or eight or higher gets flagged automatically. Um, I thought it was six hundred. Now I thought they moved it down. That's not official yet. <laughs> oh, it's not official. Okay. Yeah. I heard they were canceling that too. Yeah. Okay. I don't know though. Yeah. Six hundred ridiculous. They don't want to. They don't want to. Yeah. It still should be seven nine nine. 
Um, and so someone was like, if you're gonna take out that much cash, you should call ahead to let them know, like, hey, I'm gonna come in and make a big withdrawal. And I was like, no, <laughs> like, not I don't, it's not a requirement. And two, there's a lot of things that go into it that would have required her to like, I like you, 10,000 is a lot of money. Like, assuming that you would have known that he's a customer, like you would have had to talk to your manager. And that was the other thing that pissed me off is like the manager is a fraud for not even remotely, you know, de-escalating the situation. At least investigate prior to say call cops. Yeah. Like I hear guns cocked behind me and niggas go into fight or flight mode. Like there's no need for you to be doing that. This is also really fucking traumatic. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, it's just one of those situations where you could have done your job properly and avoided not only one public embarrassment, but two like potentially harming the life of another black person. Um, And so for me, I just, you know, prayers to that sister, but like more importantly, prayers to Ryan Coogler. And I hope he's okay mentally because fuck all that. Niggas was trying to get some money. If he was getting 10,000 out, like let's be for real. He's probably doing something he shouldn't be doing. He's probably about to have a lit night. (laughs) There's a lot of things you can do with $10,000. He was about to have a lit night. No one's getting 10 racks out to have a lame-ass night. Come on, be for real. There's a lot of things you can do with <laughs> Y'all trying to bail. <laughs> I'm not trying to throw that man under the bus. but <laughs> yeah, he could. He's in I'm just, I'm just saying, don't take much thought to think what you could do with 10000 right now. A little bit more of a serious note. I hate, we, have, we have to start off on a serious note. We will get to the jokes later in the pot. Um, the Dwight Howard situation is something that has weighed on me um, since I found out about it. Just because uh, his, his son, who he had with his ex-wife, um, was recently put in a mental institution because... The son had a long history of not being in the best environments with Dwight and his ex-wife. And there's a lot of accusations back in the day. Don't really want to speak on or allege anything. So we're just skipping that. Um, And so he's had a history of potential abuse is what they're suspecting. And so the ex-wife's or baby mom's current boyfriend has a kid. And Dwight's son um, molested the son. The, the, The son molested the boyfriend's son. Um, and is now in the mental institution because he told the responders that he did that because he was angry. Dwight's son molested the boyfriend's son? Yes. Wow. So, very serious situation. Um, I think think the baby mom was arrested. I don't really know how that, like, continued, but there's a lot of dialogue recently in regards to, you know, proper parenting, you know, how to assess those situations... Um, Matt and I actually got into a debate last week where I said that I agree with some of the people in the public where you can't really rehabilitate a sexual offender. Uh, and so I was curious what your opinions are on, on, on that statement. Um, that's the first time I heard of it. So I don't know. I haven't really thought completely through that process. Um, that's crazy. I mean, I feel like it's, it's really dependent upon what age... You're encountering the problem and seeking to solve it. And like if you have the resources around you, which he does, and he's gonna be in a situation where he's gonna process it and work through it. So I mean I think to say he's beyond saving is very I don't I just don't agree with that fundamentally. I think that you're 14 years old, I mean you're still a child. Like, yes, he grew up in traumatic circumstances, but if things go the way that they're supposed to and the system works the way that it's supposed to, he'll be removed from those circumstances 
and put into a healthier environment where he's able to process his trauma and learn to reacclimate into society. So I don't think that you can like throw a 14 year old into the into the water or whatever and be like, yeah, he's done, he's beyond saving. So, you know, I, I wish the best for him and I'm praying for him and I hope that he gets the help that he needs because, you know, those institutions have mixed results at times. So, but you know, he has, but his parents can afford the top care for him and he can be in the setting that he needs to be for as long as he needs to be to get better. So just praying for him. Yeah, I think I'm in the same perspective with Matt. Um, throwing a 14-year-old into the water is kind of wild. Like, I get it. There's a lot that can go on. But 14 is just way too young for somebody to completely have their life thrown away. Now, that's not saying that it's just be a slap on the wrist and keep moving on. But a uh, great point that Matt brought up is like his family has the financial ability to take care of him for whatever he needs. And whoever, who knows how he could end up in four or five years. So, like, I hope he gets the help he needs. Um, I think that he, regardless, he needs to have support and help and how to get around that. Yeah, absolutely. You got anything to say? Uh, nothing to add. I agree. It's it's definitely on the responsibility of his parents to make sure he gets the help he needs and to continue supporting him financially for as long as is necessary, um, as they are the ones who are responsible for the incident that occurred, along with him. So it's, it's definitely a, a mutually held responsibility on that behalf. Yeah. Absolutely. I found it interesting how we we all took the perspective of Dwight's child in our conversation, right? Yeah. Nobody talked about the other child. Yeah. That's kind of wild, though. Like that's yeah, like, that's valid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, valid. And even more, I feel so even more than Dwight's child. I hope he gets the help and support that he needs. Is it? Is it? It's a boy, right? I believe so. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't absolutely. know. I don't. I don't know the full no, detail situation. But like, thank you for bringing that back. No, up. definitely. I didn't even think about that oh, at that yeah. moment. Yeah. It just wasn't. It like it wasn't the direct question. We just didn't direct. Exactly. Exactly. Right. exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And of course, like, what a you know name is Dwight Howard. The focus is going to be on that the child. Right? Yeah. Um. But like, I really that's a serious, um, right. traumatic that's experience, a lot. bro. Yeah. That's a so, lot. And for that to be a traumatic experience and be attached to a name like Dwight Howard, like that's you get more press than most people would get in that situation, um, which I don't know how to really digest that, but like, yeah. I really hope that they get the help that they need and support, because they also, I don't know if they, their family is as financially stable. Right. If, if you're the mom of that, that son, and you, you just let your boyfriend take your, or your baby daddy take your kid to go see his gr- new girl, like, you find that out? Oh, that kid is, yeah. Come on now, like... That's your whole year gone. Like, year. you got to process that. Like, that's oh. now you got issues between him, you and him because it's like, yo, I don't trust you bringing yeah, my yeah, son I mean, around people. That, like, yeah. yeah, that shuts the doors. There's no lines of communication. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a reason why people don't let their kids stay at other people's houses and right. stuff like that. I've you been said on this podcast, I will shoot for mine when I have kids. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm yeah, not playing around with people about that. Yeah. Like, he's not about to do that. <laughs> like, y'all are some weirdos. <laughs> Like, y'all, I would go on a rant, but I'd have to block out the next 20 minutes <laughs> and tell Blake to cut it if I actually said what I wanted to say. Um, but My bad to derail, but I just... No, 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 you're good. I mean, there's just... Yeah, we had to, we had, you definitely had to bring that back up. I do think that it's a very particular situation and, and that, you know, love and support should be shown. Um, it's just, it's sad to see someone so young and, 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 and I hate saying this word, but just neglected. 
um, fall to the to, to succumb to the circumstances. So prayers and thoughts to Dwight and his family. Um, also wanted to send um, prayers and thoughts to Brittany Griner and you know that whole situation and. You know, there's been a lot unfolding over the last couple of weeks in regards to that and, and the, the current situation with between Russia and Ukraine. But I do think the the recent you know news story regarding Brittany Griner was very reflective of almost almost embarrassing American ideals. Um, so it was recently reviewed or revealed in an interview with Lisa Leslie that the WNBA had actually reached out to most of the prominent players in the league. Um, telling them to refrain from talking on the current Brittany Griner situation where she is currently in jail in Russia awaiting trial for having, I believe, vapes, cartridges, yeah, weed oils and stuff like that, um, which is illegal in Russia. And so there's been a huge talking point about the lack of support from U.S. resources um, in regards to getting her free. And so to find out that the head of the WNBA has essentially been controlling or blocking or vetoing um, some of the big figureheads in the WNBA from speaking is, is almost egregious. Um, and so I just, what are your, what are your thoughts and, and, and how do you, how do you think the league handles that moving forward? Well, I think they're going to immediately have to do a 180 on that and, and show full support for Brittany Griner. The reason she's in Russia is because she plays for a Russian team and has played for a Russian team her entire career. I did not know that. Yeah, they pay her. It's like either two times or three times as much as the as the as the Mercury do. Wow. So yeah, <clears throat> so she's a professional athlete over there, and the reason she's actually being held in prison is because um, the owner of the team she plays for is having it was publicly supporting of uh, the Ukraine. So as we know, Russia is has called quite a heavy hand and so they're now mm -hmm. using Brittany Griner as a spite tool for the owner of the team. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that there's no U.S. support and in fact the WNBA is trying to speak out like is trying to hush talks about it it is just beyond disrespectful. I don't even know like how they can move forward. This is almost one of those things where like the commissioner would have to resign uh, if it gets as much pressure as it probably should. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with you. It's, it's really egregious. I think that's the, the best word for it. And I think it's important to get to kind of the root issue, which you just touched on, which is the reason she was over there is because she's significantly underpaid. Like, the root of the issue is that you, why are you, she's playing for two professional leagues. She has to go abroad and makes more money abroad than she does in her home country. Like, the, that kind of speaks to the extent to which they're, they're underpaid. And that needs to be addressed. And I hope that in the aftermath of this, that's a more talked about point. But in addition to that, Absolutely. I mean, it's ridiculous that the resources are not being allocated. One, the press isn't covering it. So the press resources aren't promoting it and getting people and raising awareness about it. And then on top of that, the U.S. isn't really doing anything to help her. And, you know, I think that there's fear of, you know, what Russia may do. But, you know, it's just really unfortunate. And I'm you know, definitely praying for her and hope that she gets home safely. Is it even fear, though? Because... I think just the way talks are just talks aren't going on because of the war that's currently on. Going yeah. on. I, I don't know if it's necessarily a fear or if just the, obviously there's going to be no diplomacy during this time. Um, I, I've never been arrested internationally. I imagine it's a stressful situation. I would be terrified. <laughs> in Russia? As a black man? During a war? Not just abroad, in Russia during a war. Like, Fam, I would have been praying to God. I'd be like, yo. <laughs> All this sinning? <laughs> We off that, my boy. <laughs> I feel like you get 
arrested in Europe, you end up in one of them holes like Batman. I was born in the darkness, Batman. <laughs> you merely adopted it. <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm interested in the, the decision making behind the WNBA not to talk about that. Like that makes no sense. To Optics me. don't even make sense. Player, Easy like, press for real. If we're talking from yeah. a PR standpoint. That's how you get people to really b believe in your product, that you actually exactly. back your athletes. Bro, this is basically the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at the WNBA. <laughs> <laughs> Low-key, she's an OG. Bro, for real, she's like that. Ending the Brittany Griner situation, um, one of the things that actually reminds me of is a recent situation in soccer, actually. Um, fellow Nigerian Victor Moses is currently trapped in the capital of Russia, and you know one of the... European clubs wanted to like recall him back from Russia and the league officials actually blocked it and they said it was because of the integrity of the sport and competitiveness. So they just left this nigga overseas in Russia for the for the time being and he's like I don't have any like support right now. Like I have nothing no idea what's going on. And it's just interesting seeing how you always hear reports year in and year out of how these leagues are trying to properly support their players. But every time they have a moment to like really show their support for the people that they're profiting off of, they always buckle. They always fold. Mm -hmm. And it's some of the softest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, and I think it's a, an embarrassment not only to the league but to America because it's like this is, these are our best. Like These are who represent us at a national level. And we're not even properly supporting them as athletes. I, I view it as like a business employee relationship. So it's like, because really all this is, is this, this is makes up what is the, the professional sports league. The professional sports league is the business. The, the players are both employees and the actual like commodity. So that's what makes it so, that's what makes their value so high. Um, to not support something that is like actually critical to your organization yeah. in every aspect makes no sense. Just without even the humanistic aspects of it. Of just uh, general, general. But if you look at the NBA and have their support of China, I don't want to go that way because, like, yeah. you know, what I'm saying that's a bad look. It is there. We can't acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not not saying anything else about it, but um, they're backing LeBron 100. percent They're LeBron is the figurehead of the sport. Mm -hmm. They're protecting LeBron from a lot of political backlash. Yeah. I don't. I've never seen another example of an athlete getting political support. Yeah. Maybe Kareem. I wasn't around, but no, he's he, not like this. Not like LeBron, obviously, yeah. but like Kareem didn't miss a game as far as I'm as far yeah. as I know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Muhammad Ali did. Like, yeah, they sent that man away. But. Yeah, that man away. We actually have to talk about it. that's a good pod topic for later. We can cover it. that's a good pod topic for later though. The who takes a figurehead as of LeBron after when he retires and steps into it like that. That's a good one. Oh like yeah. They've been like not only shoes. not only from the play and consistent play perspective, but the social impact, social justice. Like I'm putting niggas on the map. Like, There's never been anyone like it's someone we won't expect. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you that right now. It's someone we won't expect. Jalen Brown has been quietly putting together his civil rights resume. Is there resume? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that man will fall when the pressure's up. I'm not talking about him as a player. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. People are like. It's Jason Tatum's league. It's John Morant's league. It's Zion's league. It's not gonna be someone we expect. I'm telling you. You don't give any of the, You don't think it's any of the league. Jason don't have it in him. 
Luke, it's definitely not Jason. I feel like they've been talking about Luca. Uh, Luca's special. Bro. Luca's special, but, but that nigga is a second round bounce every every year. He uh, gotta prove himself. <laughs> I don't know why. I, hmm? He's not from America. Yeah. Like we see, like Giannis should be getting all the love, but he's not. He's not American at the end of the day, so he's not gonna get barely the Greek. <laughs> he, bro, exactly. Like, Nigerian, my people. <laughs> <laughs> They try to steal him from us. What the white people do. That should not have slid. Him being called Greek at the draft. White people doing what they do, stealing from black people <laughs> every year. <laughs> new 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 crack rocks. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do. Every single time. Like dog, he is not Greek. Yeah. Like he is, but he's Nigerian first. That'd be a real like Fuck you, you know, if he, when he changes his affiliation. Yeah. He says, I want, like, you know, I want the card to say Nigeria. Don't <laughs> put no Greek. Don't call me the Greek three. Yeah. <laughs> this man is not Greek. The Nigerian <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> That's the most overused Nigerian nickname. <laughs> I know about, like, 15 Nigerian nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Double N? <laughs> But white commentators would be fucking that shit. Yeah. Yeah. When they when they do the uh, overseas broadcast, that's gonna be the perfect time for one of them to slip the N word. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what I was. <laughs> that first Hispanic, the downtown Spain <laughs> broadcast, they slipping that right in there. His arms are ape like. <laughs> <laughs> First broadcast they get. I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was fucking hilarious. Um, one situation that actually drew a lot of people's attention um, the last couple weeks that I think is absolutely fucking hysterical. Um, Jesse Smollett, Smollett is going down in Ski Mask Hall of Fame forever. Um, I mean, just an absolutely unbelievable campaign for Ski Mask Hall of Fame. Um, sadly, not a first round ballot member, second round ballot. But thoughts on his testimony when he got arraigned in court? I'll be honest with you. I only saw the end where he was saying, you know, I'm not suicidal. I don't know anything about the testimony. I didn't hear any of that. But that that's the only thing I've seen that was a little, a little wild. Do you think they was really looking for him like that? No. <laughs> There's some people that I want to hear. Like, you can, I feel like at this point it's okay to say like, nah, I, like I didn't commit suicide. There's a lot of critical people and people die of like, oh, you either committed suicide. And if you don't want to have that kind of like uh, media around your name, say that. Juicy Smollett, I don't know his political influence. I imagine he's not one of the most influential guys in Hollywood. <laughs> Seeing what happened, seeing that they killed him off of Empire. <laughs> but, you know, well, it doesn't hurt to say. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I'm not going to hold you. I don't, I'm not informed on this, so I'm not going to comment. Justice Smollett? Finesse God? Mr. Subway? You didn't hear what happened when... No. The, okay, so a couple of years ago, he... Um, I know about the, like, he, the, faith, he paid the guys to jump him. Put the noose... Out. Yeah. <laughs> The case is now. Yeah. And so they're like indicting him. I don't even know what the charges are. No, no, no. So his case for that, when the yeah. Chicago PD pressed him, yeah. he won that case. But what? now but now this is like, there's like some other, this is a like a, a case in regards to like wasting police right. resources. Gotcha. And he got, he lost they, that. They yeah. would do okay. that. Too. Yeah. yeah. 
They he lost that. that. They, they were try, they were scrapping to find a way to yeah. put him in jail. <laughs> Wasting police resources. That's so, rich. Jeremiah, you can continue. I heard someone compare this to like an OJ support situation at the time. And we can get into what that is. That's the, the support, the black support. Blind, blind. Yeah, support blind, for support. black. Yeah, yeah okay. from the black community. He obviously didn't get that. I feel like once we all heard the story originally, suspect as hell. Yeah, yeah. suspect as hell. <laughs> Seemed yeah. wow, like they were wearing MAGA hats. <laughs> like damn, like. Just <laughs> I I always want to ask who is getting subway when they're drunk. I don't even get subway. Sober, <laughs> no. But more importantly, late night after midnight. Yeah, one a.m. subway is a is a strange maneuver. Got too much money for that. Got too much Way, money. Yeah, facts. Way too much money to go on subway at one a.m. Like, Bread it up. Probably you stayed humble, but you got way too much. Money. Bro, like, they they showed his Italian. they showed his contract from the show he was on. He was getting paid, paid. Empire. Yeah, he was getting paid, paid. He wasn't doing subway. Call the chef. <laughs> hit Uber Eats first. Like, there was a lot you could have done before you hit the subway. But anyway, he gave a testimony, and his family talked, and they were like, this is a mistake. Like, you got to free him, da 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 And so it was hilarious trying to see him rationalize why he should be released. I personally don't care if he's in jail or not. Yeah. Um, I support him and, and wish love and support, and everything great goes his way. But, like, you're not going to get my blind support or my, like, sympathy. sympathy for, like, some bullshit that you pulled. Yeah, you did this. Um, and so the thing that, like, stuff. really annoyed me, and this might be a touchy subject, and to my listeners, I'm trying to be, I'm going to be, we're going to be as careful as possible on this topic. But there was a Twitter user who was talking about this, and they asserted that the lack of support from black men is a sign of homophobia because we have shown support to... R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, and others, and we gave forgiveness to OJ, but we have not supported Jesse Smollett. I never supported R. Kelly. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah, I don't support any of the people that you just named. Yeah, like Bill Cosby, yeah. Yeah. OJ. Like, I was alive. It came out, and when it came out, it was like, okay, denounced. Like that's, <laughs> that's it. There's no. And so asked. for me, it was like one. Um, who was? OJ Simpson was before I was even born. So like. and, he did, and he did that shit. <laughs> yeah, did that. Like, all I watched the, the Netflix series, bro. That's all I know is the Netflix series. The documentary tried to go, I mean, when you watch that shit, I'm like, there is no way in hell you did not kill him. <laughs> there is no way in hell. And the, and, the, and the lawyers fumbled the bag. Like, that is what happened. And, was, and, 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 going back, and going back to the point that you made, that was an era. That was the Rodney King era. Yo. There was a huge resentment towards the police. The glove went, doesn't fit might be the toughest the, shit ever said. The glove said. don't fit. It was so hard. It was so hard. Bro walked out that bitch and was like, yeah, this is what they look like. I'm the real deal. Without a They had this man taking the medication to make his hands swell so when he put the glove on it wouldn't fit. Like, they were they were Next level. OJ was sweating in that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Mess was giving him panic attacks. This man, this man got so cocky after he got off, he wrote a book called If I Did It. Bro, his post-trial life yeah. is ridiculous, bro. Like, the man Funniest on social nigga, media, bro, I would play with those allegations. I won't even play with them. <laughs> Be like, whoa, killing the night away. <laughs> Uh, it'd be nothing but jokes being had. Yeah. But no, I feel like that, I mean, at least to me, I mean, I, I 
I don't agree with the assertion from the Twitter user, but I mean, I feel like when you listen again to the details, it's like you, these guys came out and said that you paid them and then everything else that has come out about this case is not really favored you and like I mean yeah at this point you're gonna stay ten toes down and so is your family like I don't expect them to flip on you um, but I you know I, I just don't agree with that being the conclusion I just think that the details are very different you take each situation for what it is and this situation is not based off details alone facts alone the math is not math nope at all so it's like okay you, that's it and you could have been apologized Jesse no for, for the record the only person I think I have have gone on record defending at times might be Deshaun. Awesome. Yeah. We're going to bring that up later. All right. We're going to discuss that later. I got thoughts. Yeah. I got a lot of thoughts. Um, he a wild boy. Josie Smollett is a wild boy. <laughs> Absolute fucking wild boy. Damn it. I should have brought this up earlier because this is also very sad. We should have just kept it with the sad shit. Let's <laughs> not <might> go sad. <laughs> <laughs> I got to talk about it. Um, the Young Thug situation... Um, and I hate saying Young Thug situation, but it's the big headline in, in the news. Um, but his baby mom, Lakivia Jackson, is now deceased after uh, a bowling ball situation. Um, she was at a bowling alley in Atlanta. There was an argument over a bowling ball. Um, the person followed her out later in the night and killed her. So I just wanted to say thoughts and prayers to her family and the Young Thug family. I think it's a very sad situation. It is always a friendly reminder of, you know, just how short life is and, 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 and always to take advantage of the moments that you do have. Super sad. Just want to say it's super sad. Yeah, it's a little tragic. Yeah. But getting back to this man's previous statement, Jeremiah, Deshaun Watson is now officially a member of the Cleveland Browns. A heist. <laughs> I'm not really that high on Deshaun. Like, Deshaun's a great quarterback. He's elite. Not top three. But still, heist, because you give up three. Top ten. Top ten for sure. You can take him to a Super Bowl and win you a Super Bowl. Lock. Facts. Yeah, lock for that. Facts. That's definitely good enough, and then yeah. plus some by a lot. But the fact that there are Browns fans out here talking about, like, oh, I need a refund for my season tickets, can never support the Browns again. I think that's heavy for them just being allegations at this point. I don't, I don't know. I, I was very interested to see that a very, very large sum of money was actually sent to the Cleveland Rape Crisis Center. Wow. And, like, domestic or whatever center in Cleveland. Yo, they flooded their donations box after the Deshaun Watson signing, which I think is a very clear message from the city of Cleveland about how they feel, or a a portion of the fan base feels about the situation. I actually caught flack for it because I posted about it, and I was with my my friend who was like, do not post that fucking rapist. Um, And so I do think that the, the allegations part of his situation is very delicate um, and takes a lot of serious consider, consideration. Um, the problem I do have is nothing's going to change. I'm, like, realistically, like, I just want to, I just want to be like a hundred percent serious. Nothing's going to change. The NFL has pre- continuously shown us they don't give a fuck about your thoughts. You're not going to stop watching football. Let's all stop lying. Every time we do this, we throw a big fucking woke moment. You throw a bitch fit. And then we end up watching football again a year later and we're like, oh, crazy, the ratings are back. And it's like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, big money is big money. And even more, just take this out of sports, though. My issue is there are, I feel like it's racially tied. So the people that are out here talking like, oh, I'm boycotting the Browns are not those people who are necessarily as, uh, 
outspoken against like women abuse mm-hmm. and domestic violence or mm-hmm. sexual violence. Mm-hmm. There, it's more of a racial thing. Yeah. And so when it comes from that perspective, if you voted for Donald Trump, but you don't support, the, you can't be a fan of the Browns right now, I don't know how you can even look yourself in the mirror and not see a hypocritical asshole. Yeah. That's facts. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all was, y'all was on the big rape train a while ago. Right, you, it's selective as hell. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a complex issue for so many reasons, but I like what you touched on, Frank. Like, I mean, the, the NFL has no moral backbone and is not the league, if any, you should be looking to for moral high ground. I mean, there's no sports league you should find that elsewhere. But if you were going to do that, the NFL is far from, right? I mean, the NFL normalizes abuse of women, violent, I mean, shootings, beat, I mean, jumping people. Like, the NFL, it just doesn't care because profit is the bottom line. Um, and so, I mean, I think, right, that's one part of it. That there was no way he wasn't going to play. And at the he same would time, never play if he was found guilty. Right. No, but I'm saying, like, the number of allegations the league could have been like, you know, we're still going to suspend you for another year, whatever, whatever. That's is how that, we're going to do. Is that legal, though? Like, I mean, they, I feel like the NFL could do whatever. I don't know. They could, I feel like it's a private entity that could take their own. I take the same perspective. That they could take their own stance on it and say, you know, we understand, but we have our own body, and we're going to decide that we want you to sit out half the season. Or we're mm-hmm. going to decide... You they know. can they can put him on the exempt list, but I don't know if that like yeah for Deshaun's situation, it was he was still on the roster and he was still getting paid. They wouldn't let him play. I didn't think there was anything wrong with that type of yeah way of handling the situation. Yeah, to go as far as like to do a suspension at this point, like you know what I'm saying, if you're suspending him and bringing him back into the league, yeah, like that's one thing. I don't know, like an indefinite suspension of like blackballing in that sense. With there have been. There have definitely been situations where players have been racially targeted on yeah. allegations, yeah. and it has affected their lives yeah, absolutely. for decades. Absolutely. This is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of those situations where I'm gonna take the like he's innocent until proven guilty mm-hmm. stance, and I feel like it, it. In that regard, he needs support when there's clearly racial targeting. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, and I think it's it's just a very complex issue for that reason too, right? When you think about the details of it, that. I mean, when it first came out, it wasn't that I, I mean, I, so it's difficult for me because obviously I understand that he was found innocent, um, but you know, 22, 23 accusations is 23 accusations, Absolutely. right? And so I think it's hard for me to just say, you know, he's, he was found innocent, so that's it. I mean, you know, I, I just am inclined to believe these women because that's a lot to subject yourself to, to, re- to relive that just to be making shit up. And so to me, it's like at, at face value, let alone just taking them for what they're saying. Um, and, you know, again, I understand that it speaks volumes that none of the nine cases came back. Um, but, you know, I, it's one of those things where I, I am glad I don't have to make that decision because I think it's a very complex decision to be making. He sat out all of last year, you know, and going back to Frank's point, like, you know, we should be able to talk about this more, but that's not what the league talks about. And at the end of the day, people are going to continue to consume, right? The NFL shows it doesn't care about women and it doesn't care about black lives. And it's still the most watched sport in the world. Gross money. Like, you know, people are very selective about the things that they're willing to sacrifice um, when it comes to not aligning with their personal values. Um, so, I mean, I think that this is just another example of that. And, you know, I'm praying for those women because at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say that some of that stuff may not be true. Um, and so, you know, I hope that they're taken care of, and I hope that Deshaun, you know, 
he's going to play in Cleveland. I hope that he's a leader in that community and that he does what he can to make that city a better place because that's, you know, he owes them. He owes them that for giving him this chance. So, you know, those are my thoughts on that. What was the contract? 250 million. Yeah. Was that the largest 230, contract? 230, 230. Largest extension, I think. Yeah, largest extension. Because Pat Mahomes got that half a billion. Yeah. Yes. But it's only like 250, I mean, not only, but like it's 250 guaranteed. The money's, the, you know, the headlines were big, but. I think the contract speaks for what the NFL is about. Right. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I have conflicting emotions on this. Being from Cleveland, growing up in Cleveland, um, and also being Deshaun Watson fan when he was in Clemson because he was you know, like yeah. watching high level sports. Um, but at the same time, with the 22, 23 allegations is wild. Like, so part of me feels like that's too many to glance over, you know, like, absolutely. Um, and the other part of it is like, as a black man, like nobody wants to see another black man fail. Nope. Like, you never want to see that, but right. you also black, want to As a hold. black man in America, exactly. Hey, some of the allegations really do be a little fugazi. Yeah. I think it's important to take into account that these allegations came out after he requested a trade from the Texas. No, there's no, there's no debate that the owner absolutely has something to do with that, but the least not going to investigate that either. No. The 22 of the women were. Represented by the same lawyer who's the Lives next neighbor. door. <laughs> Lives next door to the neighbor. Right? Like, when, it, when, it, when this stuff came out, which I was going to say before, when it originally came out, I was like, to your point, this is very convenient timing. The owner's dirty. This guy went from being the chosen son of Houston to being a 22-time rapist in 48 hours because he wanted to leave. Yeah. So allegations you know, came out quick as a real quick. Right? So it's, it's one of those <laughs> things where, you know, if, if you were to do some digging, right, and they were to do what they were supposed to do, I think they'd find some shit that would reveal a lot about this. Yeah. Um, so, and, you know, and not to, not, again, reason. not to say that some of the, some of the allegations, just not all of them may not be true, and but just to say it. that, yeah, that, you know, if you go back and you look at that, the owner was out to end him. He was like, you will not show me up. I will ruin you. Yeah. Bare minimum, they had to be having a, at least a cover-up at the time Yeah. for this to come out the way. Right, either way, it's bad. Either way, you were covering it up, you, had, you knew that he was horrible, you gave him this extension and you were paying him, whatever, or, right, you were like, I will ruin your life because you want out of my franchise. Which would, which either way, you should have to sell the team. Right. But we can say that about probably 22 teams. Yeah, I mean, the Washington Commanders shouldn't have the same owner either. But again, it goes back to the, the NFL is not the league that's going to enforce moral, mm-hmm. any sense of morality. I, mean, I, they, I will say I do love black people. Um, we will make a joke out of anything. So... Twitter was cooking his ass. <laughs> and I'm not mad at them because during the press conference, I believe it was Friday. <clears throat> oh, he said I'm very hands-on and that's what he said? Yes. <laughs> Which is wild. Wow. <laughs> but the thing that was fucking me up was one of the reporters was like, you know, Deshaun, 40, uh, 40 massage therapists. You're going to the same location. It kind of feels like you would have found one that you liked and stayed with that massage therapist. Why did you? Why did you switch it up so much? And he's like, you know, shift changes and, you know, how, how things work at businesses. Sometimes you come in and the person you usually like isn't there, so you find someone new. And I, I'm a friendly guy. I've been in Houston for a while meeting people. He's like, I like to meet new people. So, you know, just shift changes and things happen. And he's like, always wanted a good massage. And I was like, this nigga did that. Yeah, like, <laughs> I know he was fucking... Like, that's not a big question. We know that, like, and I'm... And listen, like, I... 
bare minimum sleazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Any way you slice it, like I think we need to. Yeah. Like you going? Someone going to forty therapists? I don't. I don't care if nothing happened. You a wild boy. Yeah, <laughs> Multi rapist. Like, like I feel like we have to wait for the trials, for the convictions. And he, he said he's gonna fight all of the case, all the civil cases. I mean, he yeah. got two hundred thirty M's to fight them bitches. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he could settle. Other people be settling. He's fighting this. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's bad all around. Yeah. Um, but the Browns will be in the playoffs next year. Just to book that shit right now. He, I mean, I mean, if we're, if we're gonna make it, if we're gonna make the jump to that, he makes him a Super Bowl contender. A thousand percent. Well, now I don't even know who he's throwing to. Scratch that. I don't even know who he's throwing to. Mark Cooper. That's right. I forgot the nickname. I know Amari went to sleep that night and was like, yes. <laughs> you know, you know, John, you know, John, he said the shot. He was like, what's up, nigga? around the room. He's like, I'm fighting He's like, it's lit. He's like, I'm getting that ball 30 times. <laughs> bro, Jarvis, Jarvis is someone like, you've got to be shit. It's like, we've been asking for this all, all year. Right. Mm-hmm. I've been saying this where nigga does, trash. Where does, uh, now that we're on the topic, where does Baker go? Uh, we got the shot. I don't care where Baker goes. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying uh, in general. Low key? The lowest of keys? New York. New York could work. I mean, Seattle could work. Carolina. I, I think I, I think Minshew might go crazy in Seattle. Did they sign him? Yeah, they traded. They got him in a trade. Him and Pete Carroll had to be rowdy on the sideline. Yeah, that animated. That mustache to mustache. Yeah, exactly. A little caterpillar <laughs> action. You know how they do butterfly kisses? It's going to be them with their mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> think about that image. <laughs> you saw Odell say... He come back now. Is, what he said? is that true? I don't. I mean, I seen online. I, I, I didn't verify my source to be honest with you. But I saw that. He ain't taking Lolo and that new baby. To Cleveland. Cleveland. He's not coming back. He ain't no way. But and the Rams I'm, I'm said they, and the Rams said they set aside money to resign him. That they wanted to resign him. I just don't see him leaving L. A. You been to L. A. lately? I've not. It's on my bucket He ain't know. He ain't know what the problems are out there. Are you not leaving L. A. for Cleveland? It's a little bit different. Just, and then, yeah, or he'd stay closer in the area. I don't blame him. Like if I were him, I'd go look at Denver. Denver. Russ. No, yeah, Russ. Team smooth. I wouldn't go to Denver though. You about to be wide receiver like three on that that depth. But track. that's fine. You have Russ. You getting the ball? Are you though? Yeah. DK I, wanted to stop that nigga for not getting the ball. But I think that had to do with the style of play. Pete Carroll was gonna run was run first. I also think Russ might eat in Denver. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's I think they're a Super Bowl contender too. Yeah. <laughs> like they are that division is problems. Like I'm not really here for the Raiders or the Chiefs right now. I need to see I need to see them. Oh, I'm I'm I've been on the Chiefs Chief chapter is over. Yeah. I said that after the Super Bowl. I was like, they are not coming back to this stage ever again. And what happened? They never got back to that stage. Oh, wait, wait, no. Yeah, they did. They but they got waxed yeah. at, on the stage. Yeah. How you guys feel about uh, Hill signing with Dolphins? He said 120 M's make sure my kids' kids eat. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit anymore because Miami's never winning their Super Bowl again. No. So you might as well just enjoy the heat. And Probably going to cheat a little up. bit. I mean, enjoy he's himself. Got, he's got five draft picks for him. Like, yeah. wild. At that point, goodbye. Yo, if, they, if, if the Chiefs get Olave or Garrett Wilson's, mm-hmm. Wilson... 
Do they have a offense? Big might be kind of tough. I mean, the uh, they just got my boy Ronald Jones. The Packers are taking low key nice. The Packers are taking a lot. The defense is frogs. The Packers are. I think it's top fifteen. Alave, they called him a touchdown machine. Yeah, if he gets Aaron Rodgers as his QB, lights out. You got Alave over Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Not a, I think I definitely like my Ohio State rankings go Jackson Smith and Jabu, Top. Garrett Wilson, uh, Alave, Chris Alave. Definitely. I like it. I like Jackson, it. that guy. Jackson coming out to a fresh first round pick yeah. next year. Yeah, top ten, top five, <laughs> like generational impact. What was it? Three hundred yards in the uh, <laughs> bowl game. Insane. He said. He said, "Y'all thought I wasn't built Sorry. for the bright lights? <laughs> this is zone six, well? boy." Bro, every ball was thrown up to him, and they couldn't stop him. No, couldn't stop that him. first half, we, I was sweating. I'm not gonna lie. And then something just clicked, and C.J. Stroud was like, oh, wait, <laughs> I'm that nigga. <laughs> Throw it up this is what they look like. It's one of the video game glitch. Man, a glitch on you when I can't cover nobody. They started going crazy, and then and they really started howling. When the kicker hit the, the winner, he was like, yo, what's up with you? <laughs> on the ground, look at you, stand up. <laughs> Wave goodbye to that boy. <laughs> what Drake said. I blow a uh, key through my teeth as I wave bye to these bitches. <laughs> the wide receiver league is looking scary. Hey, just remember, Justin Jefferson has to get paid in the next 18 months. What's that contract going to look like? Kirk going to still be there? You're right. You know, we don't talk about it. People complain about these skill position contracts all the time. Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill. Look at next gen. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. They're about to get... 300 M. Terry McLaurin and DK Metcalf are old contracts this year. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. What's that going to look like? It's not going to be Devontae money. No. No, Washington won't pay Terry what they should pay him. They'll pay him. I think he, he needs like 80 to 90. D- and I DK say, should get that. Bro. I say 80 to 90, 50 guaranteed. No, not like 300 million. But DK should get paid. Four years, 80 to 90 mil, 50 guaranteed. Yeah. If Christian Kirk got what he got, I'm sorry. Terry and DK better get paid. Yeah, yeah true. Kirk said, Kirk did them a favor. Kirk said, <laughs> Ski Mask Hall of Fame. <laughs> Finesse. What's going to with Kyler? Kyler Murray? He's not good at second. Hey, you, you saw how quickly those stories got buried. That, that Arizona media work went right to business. They said, no, no, no. We're not letting this get out. They told Kyler, sit his black ass down. <laughs> you better wait till the season. We still ain't talked about what Lamar's contract situation is looking like. He's negotiating for himself. He's about to call himself some money, bro. I don't think so. He's gonna get the whole bag. I don't he think so. Gotta throw them out of the bag. They're, so what he represents for the city that is so much more than that. Yeah. He's not leaving. They they're gonna have to pay him. Like they can play these bullshit games, but at the end of the day, it's gonna be a two in front of that number. It's gonna yeah. be a number bigger than Deshaun's. Yeah. yeah. Smaller than Pat Mahomes. Like and that's forty to forty five. Telling you, like he's getting paid. He was perfect for the Ravens though. Perfect for perfect city. He, he cut up. Like, he cut up in that city, and he and he really big buff in that yeah. bitch. Like he really be putting on for Baltimore. It's yeah. crazy. Um, but yeah, he's getting paid. Like I think during the summer he's gonna be chilling on a beach on Miami, and you're just gonna see a pick. Like we back, baby. Yeah. You know that's how we're gonna do. He a real Florida dude. He gonna be like Straight with Kodak, Florida. just posted up, yeah. <laughs> sipping yak. <laughs> Honestly, though, it was asinine as hell to call this man a wide receiver. Bro, so stupid. His freshman year, bowl game, 
Texas A&M going against sophomore Miles Garrett. He made this man look stupid. And from that moment, he was generation. Yeah. <laughs> and they was trying to tell me Baker Mayfield was better. I really wanted to smack the dog shit out of Cleveland fans. <laughs> I understood from a, a, a aspect of what is going to be winning NFL football. Yeah. But Lamar is a special talent. I've never yeah. seen anyone as slippery as that man with the ball. He extends plays well beyond where they should have ended. He's different. You need a QB who can actually throw, run, and coordinate plays. The dude has game-winning drives. Like, why are we playing with him like that? Baker couldn't do that shit. People, people are like, oh, Justin, Justin Tucker, you know, game winner, da, 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 60, something, 60 something yards. In one yo, game. Yo, but like, listen, Lamar started like what, within his five or 10? He got him in the field position. Like, that's what your quarterback's supposed to do. Justin, Jefferson, Justin Tucker needs all the credit. Like, I'm not, not capping on him, but let's not forget who got him in position to get there. Like that's just with some highlight, with some sports in our top ten highlight plays along the way. Yeah, yeah. one of the th- one of the touchdowns of the year. Actually, it was three of the touchdowns of the year were Lamar Jackson touchdowns. Think about it. Like he's he's a highlight reel. He wins games. He get, does things that pick your eye up. Eye test is everything. Baker was always fugazi. Like he had one good season. Fuck out of here. Um, one of the things that I do want to touch on when we're talking about athletes earning their money. Shout out to the guard from St. Peter's. Um, he has been hooping out his mind, but he actually got a contract through his NIL deal um, with Buffalo Wildlings because he's been on fire lately. Dougie Fresh? Yeah. Dougie Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Dougie got a contract. They saw that stash and they were like, marketability. We do that. Um, he's looking extra clean lately. Um, I'm super happy to see their success. I think that it's, it's very interesting to me seeing – Sort of the, and we're actually watching the women's March Madness in the background as we talk right now, because um, we are a supporter of the women's sports, um, very important. Um, but I think the difference in the treatment right now between women's March Madness and men's March Madness is very odd. Um, I saw the Buick commercial in which, you know, they were talking about you know the lack of viewership on women's sports, and then the fact that women athletes retire with thirty percent less money than men ath- male athletes. Kind of wanted to know your thoughts on, you know, women's sports, especially in regards to women's March Madness and men's March Madness, and why there's some disparity there. I mean, it's on this. It's on media. Uh, if you look at the men's deal, they have a Turner deal, so they're on CBS, TNT, True TV. Uh, women's tournament has ESPN, so you got to put the blame on ESPN for not putting the marketing dollars in. Uh, they could be talking about it equally with the men's tournament, but they don't on the on their segment shows. They have to talk about the men's. Because they're trying to increase engagement, it's just a it's an ugly cycle. Because when you do everything for engagement based, that we're talking about the Lakers every night, we're watching the Pelicans. The Pelicans get scheduled seventeen times on national television, and Zion's not even playing. So sports media is in hell. Uh, <laughs> it's been in hell for probably at least half a decade. I agree. I mean, when you look at any sport, and people who know the sport, they always watch the women's sport as well, baseball softball, basketball with the WNBA and Women's March Madness, like people who actually understand sport and know sport and love sport, watch sport, they always give respect where it's due, I believe. So that, that's definitely the media's fault, just folding. There's just a lack of support for women's sports and women athletes in the way that there should be. Um, and so, yeah, I agree with Jeremiah that there needs to be more promotion and like, that, that should be a priority for the NCAA and it's not. 
Um, the women spoke on it. I spoke on it previously. Coaches have talked about it for decades, and not much has changed in the ways that you'd like to see. So I agree. It has, it has to do with the press, and more pressure has to be applied to give them the, uh, the promotion that they deserve because it, you know, what they do at the college level informs how people think about the WNBA and putting more resources there and increasing fan engagement. Um, you know, I mean, I feel like the WNBA fumbled the bag with Sabrina Inescu. Facts. Right? Like, absolute dog in college. The best women's college player arguably ever up there. And went to New York. They weren't good, but she went to the Liberty. And they could have been promoting her. I mean, that was Kobe's chosen one. And they didn't do anything with that. You know what I mean? And now, I mean, the, I think the... Liberty are in trouble, but that was the opportunity to really promote the sport and to let her be that because she had, I mean, I, she's, I'm a huge fan of her. I mean, she's a dog, and I feel like they just did not do what they could have in that way either, and so, you know, I hope that they continue to continue to work on it and figure it out. 16th straight Elite Eight is wild. Dynasty, UConn yeah, women's basketball. On, Bro, yeah, that Page, 30 for 30 is about to be crazy. Paige Buchers is the real deal. Special. Gino Ariyama? What is it? Gino Ariyama? Yeah, bro. Go. 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 Special talents. Elite play all around. I don't understand, though, in women's college basketball, if I'm a five-star, I really don't think I'm going to UConn myself. I don't know about you guys. No, not, no they had that allure, and now it's gone. People want to go and beat them now. Yeah, like, I'm going to South Carolina or Stanford. Go so, you can literally go anywhere and be her. Yeah. <laughs> the real deal. Go you drop 25 and 10 on a real team and just go straight to the league. Like, Brittany year. Brown was at Baylor looking like, again, Will. Look at all the girls. You don't give any weight to just being a part of greatness? Like, no. Bro. That shit overrated. Really? Being ninth woman off the bench and shit like that as a freshman. Everybody's a five I mean, if that's your situation, roster. yeah. But, like. Fam, I'm chasing checks and rings. <laughs> Unless I'm, like, Paige Buckets or something like that. Yeah. And I'm her and I'm her at UConn. Yeah. She came in being her. And then went to UConn and was like, nah, like, chill. I'm really her. And went right to business. Also, my abortion. <laughs> Yeah, really, really dominating the league. Like, you just cut from a different cloth when you go up against the people that are considered the best in college as a freshman and say, you Player of the year and you, freshman of the year. I was like, you got, Crazy. she was like, you got to chill. Crazy. Like, I'm really, really not playing with y'all right now. <laughs> she went crazy as a, a rookie. Like, she was doing some shit, and I was like, you know what? Draft. Yeah. Women should women's the the whole three year requirement for women's basketball is crazy. That's what I was that's what yeah. I was saying to Colin earlier. The, her and Katie Clark Iowa. from Iowa, yeah, completely changed it because it was like, dude, y'all are ready for the league now. Now, yeah. like, like she's really like that. Yeah, but when they go to the WNBA, I feel like Sabrina's situation was tough because she did get hurt as a rookie. Yeah. yeah, and so the steam goes all the way out. Her team trash, right? Yeah, and. Not that there's that many. But that, I think they're, I think they're I right now, but they, when they drafted her, they were horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they needed her. Yeah. And now she's burning the wheels off her tires trying to compete. Yeah. And it's like, no, you need to just keep drafting talent into your organization, and you're clearly not doing that. It's tough to make a WNBA team. It is cutthroat. Really? You know, we, we got top five lottery picks and stuff like that getting cut two years in the league. Damn. It's bad business, man. You got to really be cut from that cloth. I thought it was dope. In Phoenix, when uh, both their squads were hooping, and Phoenix, uh, was it Chris Paul, Devin Booker, showed up to the women's game? Yeah. That was dope. That was dope. Just for them both to get clapped up by real niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago showed the woman, the women's team, you not like that. 
And his partner was like, this is real Hall of Fame. Like, this is what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a statue type player. They're going to remember me. Statues will be made. And then Giannis said, you know, we keep that thing on us. <laughs> the Midwest held it down in the WNBA Finals and the NBA Finals. We the real deal. Don't, don't play with the Midwest. We really run this country. Straight legs type shit. I know Matt's going to differ. I got Swing states, Midwest. Midwest sports over almost. Almost. Almost everything. Almost everybody. It's I know Matt being different than me. I got to be real. The Southern athletes different. That's what I was going to say. Southern athletes are built different. Particularly South Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely built different. But Midwest sports, they produce athletes. Though. Basketball players. Come on. Basketball players. Got that on lock. Not just basketball, though. Like, they go out there and they're going to compete in lacrosse every is, sport. Lacrosse is better than the South. I think it's because of the weather, though. Well, the on East God. Coast would torch y'all in lacrosse. No, no, no. I didn't say we were at the top of it. DMV Hoops is undefeated. DMV Hoops, I would argue, is the top. Is the top. Yes. Midwest sports. 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 Josh Hart. You talking Josh Hart? He just said Josh Hart. Big Joker. DMV hoops is different though, kids. No, they, Ohio, they definitely got from Maryland. Yeah, but everybody definitely. goes to like eight schools. That's the difference. That's yeah, why these are all all-star exactly. teams in football, basketball. It's yeah. a small ass community with hella populated. Yeah. That's why it's so dope for sure. <laughs> We're talking about like like Minnesota shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio got hoopers. Detroit got hoopers. Hey, the Lou. That's Midwest. Yes, sir. That's Bradley Beal. That's Jason Tatum. I got in a fight with someone. What do you consider Pittsburgh? Ooh. Ooh. Isn't Pittsburgh East Coast? It's in Pennsylvania. It's technically yeah, it not Pennsylvania. Midwest. It's technically not, but I feel like culturally. Yeah, there's parts of definitely Pennsylvania that yeah. feel just like Ohio. Yeah. Absolutely. Culturally, I, I was a guy from Pittsburgh. He's like, no, I'm East Coast. I'm like, man, you way more like us. You are like someone like Boston. Definitely understand the debate. Um, I feel like we should do one funny topic because we've been podding for a while. Yeah. I give a lot of respect for y'all for doing your due diligence on some of these topics, bro. Like, working and <laughs> doing this. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of work to go through. Fair into. enough. Like, That's we, we, were talking about our, we were talking about our, like, our listening base because we have a decent listening base. I'm not going to say the number on the podcast, but I'll tell you off the pod. But he was telling me he's like, he runs like the, like, the socials for a pod that like, is paid for, like, yeah. funded. And he's like, you guys get, we get way more viewership. Really? No, I do the metrics for like 10 syndicated podcasts. Okay. And we get more viewership for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like, I mean, y'all got me beat by a couple years right now, but like working and then doing the research on some of these topics, bro, like, where do you find the time for it's this? a lot. Like, I'd be on my phone a lot, though. Yeah, I know. Honestly, some of it, I mean, you you see me, y- y'all all see me in the group chat. I'm constantly texting, right. sending so, articles, he does find, tweets. He does stuff way more than me. Like a lot of the stuff, I'll listen to him give context, and then I'll give my opinion based on your context. Yeah, yeah. I got to intro like, the podcast. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like, I like you got to facilitate. I spend my time doing other things most of the time. Not it's like Black Stockton. You know what I'm saying? You got to uh, uh, dish, uh, steals, uh, dish. You got to give credit where it's due. Uh, but we're gonna do one funny topic before we go. It's actually something that was brought up <clears throat> by one of my fave potters right now, officially Ice. He tweeted about it. But can we discuss 
how IG's explore page is a faithful man's biggest nightmare. It's an op. Huge op. <laughs> I, I'm not in a relationship, but if I was a faithful man, huge op. Ah, it's the enemy. He like tweeted about it, and I was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute!" And then people started tweeting their like explore page. I went to my explore page, and I was it's like, "All, it's like all men." <laughs> it's minus women, food, and hoops. Mine is sports exclusively. I was scrolling. I use that as evidence of my faithfulness. <laughs> Respect. Respect. That algorithm works. So if you hold down on the women, and be like, "Don't show me content like this," it won't show you. Chico. Chico. <laughs> Chico. <laughs> you don't really need the explore page if you're on that. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, they be on. They be, they be right in your face. Be suggested follow. Oh, but you up your last few likes. <laughs> you know it's not even the explore page. Like, you could just be scrolling and something pop up. And you're like, you know, like, oh, you might like this. I was like, what? Nah, she is the, the exact skin color I love. <laughs> she is dark skin and baggy. They really do be showing you like the exact like, <laughs> oh. demographic. Yeah, like, I'm like, y'all too specific with this. I was like, I don't even know who this woman is, but follow. <laughs> like, I, did I definitely post her to my story? Yes. Geolocated? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, she in Miami right now. I was just there. <laughs> Fountain blue. Okay. okay. <laughs> I a ticket to LA. <laughs> Speaking of women's hoops, Nas Hillman, seeing her play in uh, high school, bro, seeing like women's hoops and seeing the girls grow up, same with like, you know, senior brands, that's really dope, bro. She's taking over Michigan, bro, like that is wild. 50th triple du- or double double is crazy. Crazy. Oh, she went 50 20 on them or something like that. What? Some Bill Russell type shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> she really liked that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's going to translate to the league for sure. But, I can't really project for WNBA prospects, but I'll try to get that. Not enough film. <laughs> <laughs> no reference points. Ain't been in the in the in the lab long enough. <laughs> nah. All right, but yes, explore page, Op Central. Um, thank you all for listening this week, and as always, remember to remain authentic. Have a great week.